surprised I remembered. I was surprised a little bit. Because I almost said record and I didn't. Um, I know. Welcome, not my radishes, to something, you know, that was easy (laughs) for me to do. We discussed last week and then John tripped me up with the fucking two-syllable shit. And record I trip and yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. And uh, frankly, I just couldn't handle it anymore. So yeah. I'm basically just giving you now multiple syllables and I'm saying one, two, three, fuck off. And then yeah, you that's hit, pretty much yeah. it. That's how it works. Um, but it's funny because I knew I was, hi, beeps. I was like, she might not remember this because we were kind of like, just so you guys know, we were like chatting about a couple little things. And when she was like, okay, you ready? And I was like, she's not going to remember to say go. But she did. She did. What can Guess you do? Guess what? What? Guess. Y- you remember. What? I did remember. remember. Yeah. Well, um, right off well, the top. Well, you look fresh-faced off of New York oh. trip that you didn't see me with. Oh, uh, just so you guys know that he didn't see me. <laughs> um, just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. Ha- when he, when John's in close proximity to me, it's like, it's like my birthday gift. It's like, it's never going to oh happen. God. It'll Here happen years go. later. He needs to go to therapy to realize what I bring to his life, to just remember that I'm value added, not value subtracted. And it's hard for him. It's frankly hard for him. What Darren is leaving out are the text messages where I said, if I have even a f- one free minute, you're my number one priority. Did I not say something like that? Literally, there's nobody I want to see. I think it went to your other podcast partner. <laughs> there's literally no one I want to see more than you. But I am telling you, I just I was in New York City. I know you know. I was in New York City for you four You said days. it was like the most exhausting oh it was conference? Wor- what were it you was, at? Yeah, it was like a team development type of situation. You know, I didn't do actual work. It was kind of separate from my day-to-day job. But yes, multiple things, multiple days in the office. I had to get up at, well, I had to get up at like 5.30 because I had a 6 a.m. COVID test every fucking Ugh. morning. Um, every morning? Well, yeah, it was like two, at least two of the mornings. I don't know. It's all blur. I don't remember anything. Um, but listen, it was fun. It was nice to see coworkers. As most of you know, I, I clarified on a recent NMR what I'm up to in my life and in my job. And I started a new position with a Networks in July. And I hadn't seen them. I'm a fully remote worker now. So I did see one of my coworkers at a conference a few weeks ago. But the rest of them I hadn't. So it was nice to like you know, meet them in person. And, you know, to be honest, the COVID thing was annoying, but at the same time, it did make me feel a little bit like secure, you know, like I was like, oh, everyone's here tested negative. Like there's nothing actually to worry about um, for now. So um, it was a lot and I'm very sad and sorry that I didn't get to see you. In fact, I was, um, I stayed near the UN, so I wasn't even that far away from you. It, I could feel your presence near me, but I you just could feel couldn't it, baby. make it work. But I got back on Saturday, and Darren, I didn't tell you this because I wanted to save it for the show. Yeah. But yesterday, we're recording this on a Monday evening, and yesterday was Sunday, and I actually had to go to the ER yesterday. What? I'm fine. Everyone, take a deep breath. I'm f- totally fine. Um. Yesterday, I was sitting in a coffee shop and I started having this really, really disturbing, uncomfortable discomfort is the best way to put it in my chest. Mm. And it didn't feel it wasn't on the side. It was on my right side. It wasn't on the left side where my heart is. So I was like, I literally for a moment thought I might be having a heart attack. It wasn't 
pain like you know how they say like people who have heart attacks sometimes don't even know they had a heart attack until they like get to the yeah, hospital that i've heard that and like burning hair smell and like Ooh. like your left arm or one of your arms like kind of goes yeah. numb is like all potential symptoms of this yeah. i could be completely wrong but no yeah, that sounds okay. right yeah it was just this extreme discomfort. It was probably, it lasted about 20 Sh- minutes. Shortness of breath? It was, or? so I had no other symptoms. I just thought, that's a weird feeling. And I, I don't, I'd rather be safe than sorry. So I actually went to urgent care, not knowing what they would do. They just did an EKG. Um, and everything looked normal there, but they were like, because it did last for a little bit longer than just a few moments, they were like, right. you should probably just go to the emergency room to get checked out. I was like, fine, no problem. So I go to the emergency room. Um, they do an EKG. They do my x-rays. They do my blood work. Mm-hmm. Literally, they were like, you are, quote unquote, stone cold healthy. Like, literally not a single one of your blood tests came back weird. Not mentally, but physically. Mentally, I'm unwell. Mentally, no, yeah. Mentally unwell. Struggling, yes. for sure. Absolutely. Um, no, thank God. I'm literally I not know, to make right? light of it. No, I know. Anyway. No, it's fun. No, it's fine. And, you know, I feel bad because, you know, the emergency room, it sounds so serious, but I hadn't, by the time I got there, I had no pain at all. Like, it just subsided. I just wanted to make sure it was nothing crazy. I wanted them to do an x-ray. They looked at that completely normal. So we're trying to figure out what this pain was. Oh, God. I swear to God, if you were like, have you had a blueberry hazelnut iced mocha <laughs> cappuccino from Starbucks recently? Yeah. Because we've been getting a lot of complaints we've about been getting that. Complaints. And you would have been like... Oh, well, maybe I should not order the Girl Scout cookie, pumpkin yeah, spice, right. coffee. Which, by yeah. the way, I did order today, by the way. Um, of course. But no, so, you know, by the end of the visit, you know, I have one of the nurse practitioners who's very smart. I think his name was Pete. Shout out to Pete. Hey, he Pete. Was, and he was showing me. I literally had my blood test. He was like, literally, he was like, we rarely even see this. He was like, all of your blood levels are perfectly fine. Yeah. He was, he was like, very healthy, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, the only thing I can think of is like, maybe it was like extreme gas. Oh. And I was like, did I have a fart attack? Like what? This wasn't a heart attack. Was it a fart attack? Um, That's so, hilarious. That's so the name of this episode is fart attack. I know, um, right? But spell it F-E-A-R-T. <laughs> fart attack. Well, that's the thing though. I will yeah. say is being in your 30s, like, yeah. and I want you, you to be- finish, it's like, yeah. I'll drink. I drink a lot of club soda. I love seltzer. Me too. I'm always Me too. drinking seltzer, but mm-hmm. I can't drink it so much late at night because when I'm sitting and watching TV or I'm having dinner, if I'm sitting down, mm-hmm. the, the bubbles, the carbonation, obviously, it builds up and my stomach kills. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. really if I have it during the day because you're moving more. You know, once it's sure. the end of my day, I'm like sitting and relaxing. But like, gas fucking hurts. Like, <laughs> well, it. it it hurts in your thirties. I apparently it does. I mean, I I will say this. I was sort. I came home and I was like, "Am I like waiting for the big? You know, like you know the big one? Like you know how in L.A. they're waiting for the big earthquake to like destroy the whole the West Coast? Like I was like, yeah, it, is something gonna happen and I'm gonna like fly onto the ceiling of my of my room? Nothing has happened. I feel completely fine. I don't. We. It still feels a little bit weird, but in the sense of like I don't know what it is. I feel completely fine. But yeah, it was like a weird Sunday and it was like dreary and gray here. So I was like, I just felt like I was dreaming. Well, first off, I'm very happy you're okay. And Thank like, you, you know, so- sometimes, A, it's good that you got it checked out quickly, but sometimes totally. like, things just happen. Like sometimes you just have a pain. Yeah, no, I, totally. Yeah. I never understood when I was a kid, like, and this was specifically like kids to parents, how like 
you know, you you talk to like your grandparents or you talk to your dad and be like, hey, this isn't healthy. Go to the doctor. And they're like, yeah, 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 I'll get mm-hmm. to it. And I always thought as a kid, I, I was know. like, man, if I had something wrong, I totally go to the doctor. I totally do this. <laughs> and now that you're in your 30s, which is, you know, I'm 34. It's still like, like, for example, you're supposed to check, like give breast examinations to right. yourself, you know, every once in a while. It's not every right. day, but it's like once a month, like mm-hmm. you touch your boobs to make sure that like everything's kind of good and you don't have fine lumps in it you know right, and like right. there are fibrous breasts and cystic breasts and like you know you you got to get that checked out but it's still a little young to get a mammogram right now unless you have uh, a history a of history, breast cancer in yeah. your family by the way it's and breast like, cancer cancer awareness month so perfect oh, to- perfect topic yeah. oh yeah october um yeah. yeah and like sometimes when i'm in the shower like i'll yeah. say to myself like oh let me check it out and in a split second mm-hmm. i'm like no You're i don't freaking... want to because what if i find out like I and know. i and i sort of relate to all those Trust things me. that i always said i never would do it's like i know sometimes it feels better not knowing and i'm not encouraging everyone to do don't. it because it's not the I right know. decision but i get being so scared of the answer Everything you just said is exactly why I'm bringing it up on the show. I was thinking about it. I was like, should I mention this? But then I realized I was doing the same thing you were doing in the past about just other things that were mild, not not anything I needed to worry about at the time. But it's a great, like, especially with chest pain, you know, especially Mm. as a man, like a lot of men have heart issues. Um, You know, I thought maybe I should bring this up to remind people that, you know, don't put off your health things. I know it's annoying. It's an uncomfortable thing. We've all been there, like Darren just described. It's not like you want to know any bad news, but you have to remember the earlier you catch anything, not even just cancer, but just like anything, the easier and better it will be to treat and overcome. So especially breast cancer too. So Darren, that was a great segue because it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But I am well. I feel fine. Um, Thank you for your sympathy. I just feel like I wanted to mention everyone, if you're feeling a little bit of a fart attack coming on, still go to the doctor because it might not be a fart attack. Or any type of pain or discomfort that lasts quite a bit. It's funny now even just kind of segueing into like being in your 30s, how it's like – I used to be so fearless when I was younger. Me you know, like too. the sports that I play, like I was my say, mom will tell you, like she is yeah. shocked. And we know mom, we know Susan we B. Know she's listening. Susan B. Careful is listening right now. <laughs> and Susan B. will tell you. It's funny because her middle name's Jacqueline, but I was Susan B. Careful that. is kind of yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, okay. Susan B. will tell you that, like we are surprised I didn't break as many bones, like any yeah. bones at all, because I was really aggressive. Like, oh my God. you know, you my dad, are, but... my dad, yeah, well, verbally, less <laughs> yeah, uh, right. physically. Right. But my, you know, my dad tells the story of when I was a kid and like one of the parents went up to my dad when I was playing soccer and was like, she's not just aggressive. <laughs> like she's an animal. Like I was like violent on the field oh, with no God. fear. Like Never thought about squirrel, it. Like just running around. Like, thank you for out. using something really intimidating. Like a You're squirrel. Welcome. That's a squirrel diseased. Is scary. Thank you. Yeah. Not a lion. Listen. Or a tiger. No, a diseased squirrel. Thank you so much. A squirrel, you don't know what their trajectory is. Yeah, I guess you, you don't. don't. It, we're, we're unpredictable. Right. We're exactly. unpredictable. We. <laughs> we. We're unpredictable. I am in the, the squirrel, squirrel family. The squirrel family that you live and in. And okay. on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, Andy and I were throwing this Watch What Happens Live party and there was like Bravo people there at this place called Disc Oasis, which is now, it's going to close in like a week, Mm. but it's essentially in the ice skating rink in Central Park where the ice skating rink normally is like during the winter. Over the summer, they opened it up to be this roller skating rink Mm -hmm. that you can rent roller skates and like, like, and it's disco themed and it's lights and it's great. It was on my Insta story. And I was looking forward to this for like two months since we've been planning it. I was like, oh my God, you know, I rollerblade. I love doing that. Like how fun is it? Mm-hmm. So I had to get there 
early, I wanted to make sure everything was seamless, you know, because I'm kind of sure. like, it's obviously Andy's party, but like I'm throwing it. Right. And so I get there early and I'm like, I'm going to get my skates on before like anyone else, like blah, 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 and I'm by myself. Okay. So I put on my skates. I don't know where this is going. I'm nervous. Okay. Let me just say that like, okay, roller skates are obviously two skates on either side, whereas rollerblades are like in one in straight line. line. Yep. Right. And I rollerblade. And the biggest difference mm. between rollerblading, which I grew up doing, and roller skating is mm-hmm. that rollerblades, the brake is on the heel. So right. like when you want to brake, you push your heel back. You push right. your heel into the thing. But roller skates, the brake is in the toe. Right. And so getting used to that alone. So I put on the skates and I'm in our little like VIP area. And the moment I put them on, I'm like, I'm like falling. Like every, and I have grace. Like I actually grew up rollerblading. Like I am confident. If these were rollerblades, like I would have schooled everyone on the damn thing. Yeah. I cannot get, I kept trying to like break in my heel. So I'm like almost falling back. So I was like, you know what? I'll skate later. Gonna take my <laughs> skates off. Like, I'll skate when I've everyone else is here. Yeah. Right. And I'll f- also open bar. Right. Oh, and dear. so, like, as the night goes on, like, people are doing loops, you know, talking to people. And I am just like, you know what? Like, someone almost broke their wrist. I was just like, you know what? If it's I fall yeah, and break not. my, f- the thing I thought about was like breaking my front teeth. I know. I always think about that, too. Oh, and I was just like, it can't be worth this. No, and I was, I've not. never ever chickened out on something like well, that ever you're before. Doing the right but thing. you know your limits. That's Mama be old is. now, older. Yeah, and I just well, like daddy, I have too much to risk. Yeah, well, yeah, dad. Daddy's da- old. Daddy. Daddy's old now. And well, listen, so it was it was you, fun though. But you're right. No, it sounds like it would be fun. I love ice skating. You might remember years or months ago I said in the beginning of this year I wanted to learn how to do a double axle by the end of the year. Well, that hasn't happened. But right, well you know, I, I think it's going to take a, a little more time than yeah. you just well, thinking about ice skating that's once or twice say, a year. I haven't even made it to an ice skating rink, so I don't know if that's helping. But I, I feel like, I mean, I don't know that much about ice skating, even though I did, <laughs> but it feels like the double axles, like, kind of a move that Tune takes, next year well, yeah, or a couple years from now. It takes, maybe. you know, maybe mm. a little bit more than just some thoughts. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, my God. By the way, I have to mention this. What? So I posted this on our Patreon. So if you're a yeah. Patreon fan, you already know where I'm going. Because oh, I I'm not. I'm just kidding. You're not? Yeah, you're not. I, I was like, wait, you're not? And then I realized what you're doing. Um, so Sunday. So, so Saturday I came back to Baltimore where my car was parked. Okay. I took a train from New York City. Or sorry. Right. From Baltimore to New York and then New York to Baltimore. And Darren, I got in my car. Immediately input, boop, 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 Panera Bread. I was hungry. I needed to get to Panera Bread, okay? Yeah. So I've never been to this train station. I might have been. I don't remember. I was never at this train station as an adult. I don't really know the area that well, but I know I want Panera Bread. So I put in a thing. I start driving. I haven't had Panera Bread in so long. Girl, go. It's good. They used to have, I mean, I love that broccoli cheddar and that bread Oh, bowl. my God. Like, mm, wow. Until I realized there was 9,000 calories know. in there. And I, I was know. like. I don't want to talk about that part. It's just got to be a treat. Yeah. 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 So I'm going. I'm driving. I start driving through a wooded area, which was kind of jarring because I went from downtown trains, right. Baltimore, right into a wooded area. I was like, where am I? Start driving. Uh-oh. And I'm like. Oh, God, this is like a creepy little like you could probably put a body in that. And then it hit hit me. As I came to a stop sign, I look to my left 
And I am in none other than Leakin Freakin Park. Oh my God. Best I known. Like you said Lincoln Park, and I was like, the band? And <laughs> the band. Yeah. By the way, whenever I listened to Serial, I thought it was Lincoln Park for the first several episodes until I realized it's it was Lincoln. But Leakin. yeah. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, this is the park where Heyman Lee's body was found. Um, That's right. Famous from the Serial podcast. So obviously, you know, listen, I could put off listen. my my Frontega chicken sandwich for a couple of hours if it meant I could go see this area. Not the Frontega. I know. So good, right? So anyway, I immediately was like, well, let me see if I can find exactly like where the body was. Now, I wasn't going to go into the woods by any means. I just wanted to drive in the general vicinity. No, because then you're asking for it. Yeah, Yeah. that's a little bit weird. But I wanted to drive by the area just to get an idea, a visual look, because I have a visual in my head of that whole scenario. I just never um, had seen it. Well, I don't know if this is a good thing, but I was able to immediately find the coordinates of where the body was found. Is that a good thing? I don't know. It's all public information, but it's out there. So I find it and I'm driving and I realize so many things, Darren, um, that if you want to know my thoughts, you can listen to the bonus episode that's on our Patreon right now. Um, because I kind of give a little bit of a description of everything that's going on and my thoughts about it. But I will say it added some context to the show and to the Heyman Lee's case that I don't think I got from from the podcast or from any other podcast. So, Well, this is why I think, like, it's always important to – I mean, you know, people can comment on cases and stuff. Maura Murray, for example, I'm not going to go visit there, but, like, Tim yeah. and Lance obviously did, you sure. know. Love and them. obviously Sarah Koenig probably went to the park, We did that whole thing. I mean, it does help to kind of put yourself into the context of like where the crime is. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because being in New York City, I'm like, it, 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 there's no block that has not had a like murder yeah, on it probably real. in Manhattan. Like, that's a weird, I'm, I, that's probably I'm running on the stat. Hudson and I'm like, how many bodies? How many bodies? Are I know, right I now, do right the now? same like, thing. Yeah. You and I have talked about being on the subway and you're like, Mm-hmm. How many people on the subway have killed people? Yeah, like, right. right. Or, right, or, or like, know murders. someone. Yeah. And to some extent, it was a little bit like, it changes. I mean, you specifically knew, like, Leakin Park. Like, you were kind of going there, like, with that. Or you realized it afterwards, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my God, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in Portugal in Praia de Luz, and someone had reminded right. me that Madeline McCann was there. It's like, even though that happened, what was it? 12 20, years yeah, ago, whatever, whatever whenever the fuck it happened, like maybe it was 2005. I don't even remember. It yeah. like gave me an eerie. And of course, other people have been murdered there. I'm sure. I was and have gone missing there. Like, Park. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like I'm sure other people have been raped or but assaulted. Is, I mean, yeah. And it just gives different context when yeah, you're there. It really does. It's different energy. It's like mm-hmm. kind of incredible. I will say, I'll just, you know, just mention it here. I mean, you can listen to the episode and we will be releasing it on this feed publicly eventually, but it's a Patreon exclusive for right now. But one of the big takeaways was that there's no way the guy that found her, I think his name is Mr. S, I need to confirm it, just happened to stop in that exact spot and walk back into the exact part of the woods. It's not like her on a trail body, or... No, uh, no, like the area is so deeply remote first of all and it's on a long straightaway that comes off of a little bend so for a man to stop at that exact exact location and park his car because he says he has had to pee it it just 
I didn't quite put it together on the show. Like I just took kind of like the word for it, so to speak. I thought it was sus, but I didn't make a thing of it. Seeing it now, I'm like, there's no way. The reason also because the roads, the literal two lanes of the road are so narrow. Right. The, it's it's literally road and right at the edge of the road are like bushes and trees. So it's not like there's a shoulder to pull off in. Right. It's like a, a two lane highway. Yeah. Right. It's a it's a road. But yeah, it's essentially like, you know, it wasn't a spot where you would pull your car off at all. You would if you, you know, if we take his description, he's literally parked his car right in the center of the road. There's nowhere else to pull off. I really should go back and listen and to Serial because like. We were doing, were we doing currently at the time? I believe we were. That was 2014, 15. Yeah. I remember we were doing currently during the, when Donald Trump got elected. First off, we started Martinez and Murder like the month Donald Trump got elected. Remember? Because it was like January 2017. Yes. But we had done currently because I remember being like, no chance, Trump's going to win. Like what everyone ever, you know, (laughs) what everyone said. Like I remembered recording that. Yeah. 2014 might have been like, a touch like just as we were kind of starting to do that stuff know each other yeah and like not that i mean i've always been interested in like victim advocacy innocence project and stuff but like Mm -hmm. obviously working in true crime now for the better part of like eight years Mm -hmm. has given me just like understanding a little bit more nuance and this and that about the case and so i'm kind of curious of like how much better listener i'd be now listening to me too because i don't think i ever I don't think I ever went back to listen to it after 2014. I mean, it dropped. I was obsessed. Yeah. Obviously kept in touch with Adnan, Rabia, stuff like that. But yeah. I should listen to it again. It would be really interesting. I wouldn't listen to it for two reasons. For the exact reason you just said, just to hear as a true crime listener and now almost a thousand episodes of podcasting that we've done together, like how what things might perk my ears up a little bit. But right. also because, you know, and... And Rabia Chaudhry is a good friend of ours and we've worked with her multiple times. You know, she has a lot of criticisms about how Serial reported about this stuff. Yeah. Even maybe some inaccuracies in the show. So, you know, if you listen to Undisclosed Podcast, which is Rabia's show, the first season was all about Ednan. And she goes, even just the first three episodes, she's always like, you know, just listen to the first three episodes. I can tell you everything they did wrong about this. And she's talking about Serial. So, yeah, I do want to listen to it for both of those reasons. But, yeah, it was interesting. So I was in Leakin Park. I saw I drove by the site. You can hear all the details there. I also um, because, you know, once I realized where I was, I plugged in Woodlawn High School into my GPS. And lo and behold, it was less than a mile away. I was going to say probably pretty close. So, of course, I drove by there just to see it. I also I had a visual in my head where the library was to the high school. And seeing it in person was so weird because I recognized the library before I even realized it was part of the, the weird where it was in the association with the high school. You should have gone to that Best Buy. I looked for the Best Buy, but it wasn't within D. It wasn't within that area, and I didn't know exactly which one it would have been then. So I just kind of let that one go. Who knows if it's even still like around? Yeah, exactly. And that's one thing I say on the Patreon exclusive episode. I'm like. Here's what I'm seeing now. Is this what it looked like in 1999? I don't know, but I'm telling you what I see right now. So anyway, check it out if you're interested. If you're a Patreon subscriber, it's there waiting for you. And you can be any tier to listen to that episode. And we will eventually uh, put it out here on the public feed. 
Yeah, um, I know we're I know we're wrapping up here yeah. a little bit, but I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention Dahmer. Now, I think I talked to yeah. you a little bit about Dahmer. Yeah, that I was we should wondering watch if you it. did. Yeah, I um, the Netflix I was, special, by the way, the Netflix special with Evan Peters turning his Dah- right. Dahmer, and everyone agrees like he's going to get the Emmy because he's like super creepy mm. with it. And you know this Ryan Murphy mm-hmm. who did American Crime Story and Niecy Nash is in it. Great yeah. casting. Yeah, but Dahmer right now is facing. There, it is probably the most controversial in terms of like people's reactions to watching something true crimey that I've experienced yeah. in a while. Like, Me too. first off, it's not like the Dahmer story is something that people don't know. I feel like Dahmer's like Dahmer and Bundy are like the first two serial killers you ever hear about. You I mean, ever I think know. that's yeah. I think that's like what people think about immediately and it's like what do you think of Dom you're like okay gay guy who um ate people and by the way I didn't know this I learned this on radio this morning that the Dahmer thing is under the LGBTQ I know they pulled that I heard that too they right, did change which, it eventually though and you know part of me was like on saying Netflix to you're myself, saying is that what you're talking about yeah on Netflix and like yeah. part of me was saying like with Dahmer's sexuality mm-hmm. and I have to finish the show but like part of me was like with Dahmer's sexuality like you know, people are saying like how racist he was and he ate black and brown people. But part of me was also like, this show is supposed to show the gross negligence of the Milwaukee police and how kind of Dahmer was able Good to do point. this for 10 years. And I think the reason not only, and I'm sure he was gay, but I think the reason that he chose gay men and then he chose like minority gay men is probably because he knew he would get away with it for so long. So it's hard to actually really know what That's his sexuality was. Yeah. That's just kind of my thinking of, of being like, who knows if it even went that far. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are having problems with it because they don't want to like make entertainment out of something horrible that happened. Yeah. Although I think it's giving a balance of victims. Although, so I went on NBC News Now with Tom Yamas for Peacock like two weeks ago when Dahmer first released. And I was talking to Tom Yamas about Dahmer coming out. And he was like, you know, I heard it's really hard to watch. And I was like, yes, super creepy. Like not necessarily, it's not like family fun. You know, like there's yeah. definitely sexually explicit moments. And it's definitely not like a Saturday night chill and watch and I'm going to learn yeah. about Dahmer type of thing. And he was like, but you could get through it. I was like, oh, yeah, I eat that stuff up all the time. And he was we like, do this every week. Interesting choice of words there. And oh. I didn't even realize that I did. And I was like, yeah, pun intended with it, which was really funny. But, you know, I, I, I don't know how much it glorifies true crime. It's so, so much so is like it's trying to tell the story of basically the negligence of not only the neighbors, but also the Milwaukee police at the time. And especially yeah. with gay men, especially with black and brown gay men, like mm-hmm. no one was going to care about yeah. those stories back then. Yeah, and hopefully that's what I mean. I haven't seen it. I think maybe Darren, we should probably watch it and do an episode on of Shaken and Disturbed for it. Why not? Right? Um, you know, it, there, we a lot of this should. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's we can do it. do it in a future episode. You know, it's um, a lot of people in our Facebook group were also reacting to this. Ms. Rose Evans, um, she was like, okay, I have I have to vent in a safe space. And she kind of like went off about all the details about yeah. it. And a lot of people were weighing in. It's a really interesting conversation if you head over to our Facebook group and uh, weigh in there. I mean, you know, it's not the first or last uh, scripted version of a serial killer. So I was shocked to hear how many people thought it was glorification. I mean, unless I'm missing something, I haven't seen it, but I guess we'll, well have like a- Andrew Cunanan with right. Versace, you know, yeah. like Darren with Chris. Darren Crisp playing yeah. him. 
Yeah, and like it's tough to say. Like, can true crime only be in doc form? You know, like I. They, you know, Blackbird's a true crime based on a true story that I really, really liked on Apple TV. You mm-hmm. know, there's Mindhunter, right, which has, right. Ed, and granted, it's not just about Ed Kemper, but like it kind of is. I think it's, that, ha- oh, it's sorry. hard to say. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just thinking like, I don't know if it's the sexualization of this. That all. could like be it. You know, there is the, the fact that there was a lot of sexual assault, obviously, that was happening. Also, casting Evan Peters. Some people think that just casting him is because he's a sexy Hollywood type, you know. But I'm like, Evan Peters isn't just a sexy Hollywood type. He's a great, phenomenal actor. Um, I'll always know him as Quicksilver from X-Men, but that's just me. Anyway, let us know what you guys think. I mean, we're curious to hear what your thoughts are about this particular topic. And we'll do this show as a TV recap episode in a future episode. I will say it does seem like Evan Peters. Yes, I feel like other people have that. I don't into the Marvel thing. So this is kind of my first real role of seeing him. He seemed like he was kind of born to play this role. Though. Ooh, okay. Now you're getting me excited for it. Oh, oh. baby. So maybe next week's episode is our TV recap. We'll figure it out. Maybe we release it as a bonus. Who knows? That's the fun of the show. You never know. Yeah, we do. You never know. We really do. Well, guys, thanks for listening to another uh, NMR episode. Darren, my fart attack is under control. I'm doing well. Thank God. Thank God. Yes. Yes. And we'll see you Sunday for a very interesting episode. Until then. Oh, 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 okay. Let's just end like that. Oh, 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 oh. Um, happy Libra season? I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, just dear. just Let's end stop it, now. it now. Bye okay. guys. Bye. Bye.